Fuck. All right. We're actually, we should start talking because we're live now. Did you just get a notification? I just got told I'm live. <laughs> uh, so we're going to try and be professional, and we're brought to you by um, Emotocons. So that way you can send motocross uh, emojis to your friends, because why not? Uh, Motion Pro, who makes awesome motocross tools and dirt bike tools, street bikes, and Sharper Image. So if you need to get your roof redone after a storm or something, right? What do you guys, what do you guys do? <laughs> Sharper Homes does roofing, siding, gutters, all the goods. There you go. In Grant Park, Illinois, though, it's fun. it's kind of a... I feel like you already know anybody watching this from that area. Yeah, probably. I don't know. We're all over. What, this show? Everything is all over, right? The That's internet. sure. The internet is sure. everywhere. Um, and uh, Stroker Industries with the trigger... Now you don't have to spill, spill fuel on your gas tank. And they work better now. They redid them. I'm going to have to do us a film commercial. I'll have to send you one. And Yeah. And they don't uh, harm the, the fishies and stuff. That's right. So they're, if you're in California, are, it's kind of a requirement. Yeah. They're actually carb approved for fuel, which the rest of the stuff isn't, interestingly enough. Um, so... Anyway, I guess the big thing that happened, I got something special for when the train goes by, FYI. Oh, yeah. But Can you hear it when the train goes by? You can hear it, so yeah. then the podcast can hear it, right? Yeah, I'm assuming they can. Um, so, X Games. <coughs> I mean, we I, didn't even really talk about uh, what the hell happened before that, X Fighters. On all the madness, basically Levi Sherwood crushing double flips like they were uh, one-handers. He didn't even, like, when uh, Sheehan would do him, it looked like he just was blown out his back every time. Yeah. And Sherwood lands him and just looks smooth. Well, did you hear what they were talking about his bike, that it's lighter than a 125? Yeah, well, I know he makes a bunch of carbon fiber shit, like he hand makes it. I've seen him making number plates and fenders and stuff. Yeah, I know that he's been messing with bicycles and stuff. I don't know that I've paid enough attention to realize he was making carbon fiber stuff. Yeah, like the whole front end of that KTM. I don't know if that one was, but I know he, he was posting them on Instagram. He was making that stuff. Huh, I'm sure it was. Yeah. Why didn't cool. anybody go and take crazy pictures of that thing? Because uh, Transworld wasn't there. How come I still don't know what he's been doing to his motorcycles like how crazy could it be they fly to japan to look at the new bikes but they don't go to like a freestyler who's right there i don't know i like sherwood style a lot yeah i agree and i think that um he kind of got overscored for a while because of his style and this is a couple of years like i don't know four years ago i think there was a contest or i don't remember who, who who he competed with like in the final round but he beat him and i was like eh. they were doing body burials and stuff and levi just has huge tricks but he didn't huge. have body burial at the time he wasn't doing the double flip so i don't know if i agreed but this year i would say he pretty much stomped everybody yeah. dude no-handed <laughs> double flip first hit 
And then last hit, or no, crazy. that was his last one. The first one was the knack. Oh no, I don't know. And he did a knack, first one, and then a one hander, the second flip. Yeah, but didn't even look. He didn't even make it look hard. <laughs> like that second pull, he just grabs and then he just keeps rotating. Most guys look like they're tucking. Yeah. Just to get it around. Well, and you know what my take on, um, like, so how long has uh, Sheeny been doing double flips? A couple of years at least, right? Right. So now, but he still looks a little more like it's it's um, scarier for him than it is for Levi. Yeah. And I attribute that to him doing shows so much. He's on tour so much. This has always been my thing with tour. Okay. You basically do the best tricks that you feel comfortable with. And you don't really push it because you have more stuff, more stuff, more stuff, more stuff coming up. So you end yeah. up sitting at a level instead of continuously pushing it. So, I mean, that's what happened in my head. Uh, he's been on tour a lot. And obviously, Levi has just sat home and yeah. tried crazy I, shit all day I thought long. he was done. Because <laughs> I haven't heard anything about him either. And then no. all of a sudden he comes out to all three of these events and just, smashes it yeah so it's true though because like i learned pretty much all my tricks before i ever got a show because i was just trying to get like action to get a show and then you finally start getting shows and you're like well i don't want to eat shit i'm gonna do what i know i'm not gonna win anything clint's gonna flip and i'm it, gonna lose the jump off <laughs> <laughs> and it's i've always felt like it was, i cheated my whole career <laughs> like i didn't wrestling. really win the applause from those kids it was set up <laughs> <laughs> when you get the the win and everybody it's like the other two riders are like whatever yeah. <laughs> and then they're like who did who did the backflip who did the backflip yeah but then the kids were disappointed anyway because it was just me and i didn't have any tattoos or anything they'd tattoos. always come up and they go who did the backflip and i say i did and one kid literally goes <laughs> and like and like looks me up and down, and he's kind of like, I go, what, what's up? <laughs> or I was like, sorry, just me, dude. And he's like, looks at me, and I was like, not enough tattoos or what? And he goes, well, a couple would have helped. Uh, yeah, and I was like, because the other, I think it was like Jason or somebody else with me. You know what I mean? He's got yeah, a sleeve, got a mohawk. Yeah, yeah, and they're like this guy. <laughs> oh shit! Or they come up like, man, that backflip was awesome, and then you're just like. Nah, that was that was uh, Tim Dyson down there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dude in his forties, killing it. Um, <laughs> I think that's why Levi has a mullet now that you say it, because he's just like, I don't okay. think he he doesn't have tattoos. He's just like, I'm just gonna grow this gnarly mullet and just run this. I was just somebody's internet's freezing up. Yours or mine? Uh-oh, I may have to stop watching us. Nick, come back. Come back, Nick. We lost him. Look at him. I'm right here. Oh, now you come back. You. I've been talking the whole time. I can I hear know. you the whole time. Well, that's fine. But you were stuck like this. 
Now you're stuck like that. <laughs> All right. So what'd you say? Uh, this just gave me a warning. Saying there's an internet connection problem. So I was watching on YouTube because I don't have ESPN, and uh, me and Chrissy are watching it. I'm like, "Did you see that mullet?" She's like, "No." And then he did a flip or something, and you could see it like, yeah. <laughs> and she just goes, "Oh my god!" Like <laughs> disgusted. It was awesome. She's like, "Does he think that looks good?" I'm like, "No." I'm like, the only reason we do anything that girls <laughs> think looks good is to get girls. I go, but once you get like a talent or money, then you do what you want to do. Yeah, Because you're like, I don't sure. fucking need you. She's like, so he thinks that looks good? I'm like, no, he thinks it looks fucking cool and funny. He's always going to do and it. And he can pull chicks anyway. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, once you can do that, you're like, it's like another challenge. It's like, yeah, I got a hot chick and I got a mullet to my shoulder blades. <laughs> I love it. I bet it works better than you think. Maybe because yeah, like they, they think you don't care. Maybe in New Zealand, it's maybe everybody's just rocking mullets in New Zealand. Well, then the other guy had a mullet. Chrissy's like, Are they, "Is that like a hipster thing?" Maybe now? we need mullets. to Google like um, New Zealand mullet trend or something. Maybe there's a maybe they all got mullets going on over there. I'm afraid to get on the internet. And we, yeah, that's true. There's been a light breeze around here, so the internet's been like kind of. It's shady. always breezy out there. I thought. Did you lock up again? Don't search anything on the internet, Nick. Don't search it. You're frozen. Hmm. That's what happens. You're relying on the internet. Come back. There. No, we lost him for sure. Hmm. Should we do, how's it work? Do you wait for them to call you back? Or if you call them, do you call back? Like that should be the rule, right? Whoever called, called back. Let's make the rule. No. All right. Let us try to fix the internet. We'll be back. I restarted it. Figured that might help. Um. So how does that work for the podcast? You just splice it in, and um, sometimes it's it's short enough it'll actually um do it itself, but uh, like it'll just. I'll go back in and they'll just already be joined up. It'll be one video. Sometimes I have to, depending on if that pause was long enough, I'll have to, uh, yeah. They're automatically saved to my computer. So then I'll just um, put them together in iMovie and then export it like that. iMovie? What is this technology? You don't know. You'd have like Android movie or something like that. And it would just keep crashing on you. No. My Windows <laughs> computer would crash. Don't you talk about my Android like that. Uh, dude, I, I, uh, some lady come into the shop, or like two dudes and a lady come into the shop with T-Mobile. And they're like, Love talk, it. 
talking about the fucking rate plans. And they were like, we could save you 50 bucks a month. And I was like, good, fuck AT&T. <laughs> and now I haven't had a phone for like over 24 hours. It's it's like a Wi-Fi uh, internet device. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a tiny iPad. You got T-Mobile? Yeah. What'd you get? You got an iPhone, right? Or no? Yeah, yeah. I got T-Mobile, so when we talk, oh, the, man. The, it'll be high-def talking. Shit. You couldn't hit T-Mobile when you were on the road. It never would have worked. I was going to, exactly. I was off the grid when I left town. That's why I always had um, Verizon or AT&T, but now I'm like, I live right outside of the biggest city in the friggin' world. Like, you would think that T-Mobile would have service here, I hope. Sure, dude. I, in Grand Park, T-Mobile's the shit now. Oh, like, yeah. everywhere I go, I got T-Mobile. No problem. And I have unlimited data. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing. Um, I had unlimited AT&T forever. And then when we did uh, started having the... Uh-oh. What is... <laughs> Blue concoction in a mason jar. Blueberry moonshine. No way. Ugh. Let's hear how's it taste. Like gasoline <laughs> and blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Out of left field, that just. Bloop. This is like seven years old, and I can finally drink it. It was so rough when I first got it that you couldn't even drink it. It finally oh. tastes like blueberries now. Where'd you get that? In Georgia. Oh, well, then that's, well, at least it's the real deal. It's real fucking deal. It looks like something uh, J-Rock off a of Trailer Park Boys is selling. I got it from some dude out at uh, D-Town. He You're come out of he come out of the woods with moonshine. No, I told some of the riders that live there, I was like, I, I want some moonshine. And uh, finally that night he showed up, he goes, hey, heard you want some moonshine. And I was like, fuck yeah. And he's like, I got like one bottle left. He's like, it's a blueberry. I'm like, it's the last one. It's going to cost extra. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's that was good, awesome. Though. It's real good. I'm going to run next door and go get some McGillicuddies or something. I just got Southern when I said that. McGillicuddies. Let me get that old McGillicuddies. Okay, so yeah. That was, well, that was Freestyle and Best Trick. I watched Freestyle, Best Trick, and Best Whip. See, I, um, we went to a winery on Saturday, and then when we got back, I had a little bit of that moonshine, and that's all I remember. I basically <laughs> woke up on the couch as Destin Cantrell won the gold, and I was like, what the fuck? Destin won? <laughs> oh, shit. And then I passed back out for the rest of it, so I don't know about um, Best Whip, really. With uh, going wine to uh, moonshine. Yeah, yeah, that'll happen, huh? Yeah, that's not a good mixture, but I'm, plus, I'm up for it. Plus a magic cake. Oh, yeah. That's you, not me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So, what the hell? You didn't see Quarter Pipe? Oh, uh, I did see part of that because I went not to a winery, but I went to a little lake place. And they had ESPN, so I was able to watch. I watched uh, Colby Raha destroy. That was badass, dude. He went ripping into that thing. So you didn't see the whole thing. You didn't see the first runs? No, I saw the last, the final three runs of just the last three, you know, the final three riders. Okay, so first uh, round they come out. And um, I think Jared McNeil was last or second to last. And... uh, so everybody else goes, um, obviously, Beerman had, whatever, 25 or 26 or something. So then uh, McNeil hits it, skies the living fucking shit out of it, gets ridiculously whipped out to where you're like, oh my god, he's like passed straight. Like, he looked like he was whipped, like, dude, he wasn't even pointing down anymore, he was like pointed back. And Might like, keep hooking it. Yeah. <laughs> And he fucking straightens back out, right? And and I don't know what happened. He just, like, landed low or something and just got thrown back off of his bike. I saw it. It ripped his hand off. Yeah. And because he was, like, back. Like, he got back on the bike too far or something. It was weird. He should come in straight and then all of a sudden it goes... Yeah. And um, they said that... And then the bike stuck. You could tell that shit was sticky because they had just done it overnight. And that bike stuck and then that was it. Um, but so his height, I, they, cause that's what I said. I go, I don't think they're going to give him anything cause you got to ride out of that stuff. And, uh, they said his height later was like 29, five or six or something like that, which was still mo- more than Colby went at the end. He went like 29 even. Ah, uh, damn. That's frustrating. Yeah. Do you think he was going to do any tricks on it? I don't know. Maybe. Was it just he looked, it, it, you saw the double, well, you posted the double grab. Yeah. Was it a double grab or just a seat grab? I thought he did a double grab quarter pipe. Uh, once we're off this show, we'll have to look it up. But yeah, it shuts down. <laughs> um, I thought he was like double grab doing it. I thought he was just seat grab. I don't know. I didn't use the zoom feature on that one. <clears throat> if he did it, though, it wouldn't have mattered, right? It was just a height thing? Yeah, it was just height. They it's didn't. cool. It reminds me of like something out of like the nineties with BMX when it's like, let's just see what we can do on a quarter pipe and now it's like it'll turn into a half pipe and rhythm and smoothness and tricks, you know? Yeah. Like you gotta do this now. Wow. You gotta do what Ronnie Rayner did well, five, so, ten years ago. So here's the thing, anyway, now that you say that, I mean I guess it's different because you gotta they need to figure out how to make it so that they just need to make that takeoff ramp come up and round over real hard so that the whole thing is a landing as well. Because think about that landing. It was almost as steep as the friggin' Like the quarter pipes are probably going to have to get bigger to have yeah. enough space to have a good landing area on them and enough face to jump. Yeah. Well, the thing that Ronnie Rayner was hitting was fucking huge. Renner. And the thing that uh, Nitro Renner. Circus built... Huh? Renner. That's why I said, oh, Rainer. <laughs> <laughs> so, whatever Ronnie Rainer was running, <laughs> my dad called him Robbie Rainer for the longest time. <laughs> he was fast, <laughs> man. He's doing freestyle now? This guy's fucking awesome. <laughs> him and then the Nitro Circus thing, that landing looked pretty huge. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's just because it was metal, it looked bigger no, than dirt. No, the, um, 
what their quarter pipe landing yeah that all black like carpeted looking thing i think it was well so here's the thing is that they um they said when they were announcing it that uh mason said it that you know obviously the landing would normally be bigger than the takeoff but um they uh, didn't have the time or they didn't have the dirt or something so it ended up being the same height so I think that's why there was such a hard knuckle on that landing, you know, because if it was really big, they would have been able to roll the knuckle in. But it's the same thing with those little teeny shitty landings that you get at the at those monster truck shows. It's like basically, yeah, you end up with one bike length that's usable space, and now you're just deciding if you want a safety deck or a foot more of height. Yeah. I'm just going to flat. What do, I, what do I want? Do I want a teeny bit of safety so I can tag the deck? Or would I like one foot more so then on an angle we translate it to like, you know. At least one guy definitely wants the safety. Inches. One guy definitely wants the height. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that always made me laugh when people wanted the height though. And I'm like, wouldn't you rather just have it safer so that you don't worry about it and go way past the bottom of it? No way, dude. I'm dialed. I fucking, I'm going to nail this thing every time. Because that's what I'm going to think about. I'm going to be like, dude, if I clip my wheel, I'm going face first down that landing. Yeah, that's what I always think. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just not going to clip my wheel. <laughs> I'm going to catch part of this landing. It's going to feel great. Anytime I've ever tried to be perfect, I like always hung up. Yeah. Do you see that dude that just hung it up at the circus this week? Yeah. That was. I feel like I saw that before, but then I went yeah. to his page. He just did it. Yeah, yeah, because that's like identical to somebody a couple months ago. Yeah, because there's not, once you come up that short, you're just fucked. It's like, all right, I gotta ride this out. Yeah, well, and you're just pavement. That's where the safety helped him, and not the extra height. Yeah, safety saves his ass for sure. I've ridden mobiles where they have like angled safety. That's pretty fucking nice. Yeah, but you know what? I've seen some landings. With, like, the front of it be, like, a, some kind of round or at least a flat. And I'm like, why didn't I ever do that? Why do I always just have this angle of death out there at the front? Like, just, <laughs> you come up here, you're pretty much smashing your wheel to bits. Or you're going to rip your linkage off or whatever. You know who has a crazy-ass landing is, uh, I think it's Polio in Columbia. Mm -hmm. That's just a wedge. Yeah, oh yeah. Like but the downside, yeah, and the downsides are still like 45 foot long. Yeah, still. It's easy to hit, but it sucks everywhere. <laughs> I'm worried about clipping. It's only marginally better than landing flat. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's what those landings are. Well, you're definitely going to land on it, but it's definitely going to suck <laughs> everywhere. Oh yeah, check this shit out. <laughs> Go. Um, yeah, so that was gnarly. Think about, oh man, I, I was imagining, I was imagining I riding up at that face. No, I thought about it. I'm like, no, that's fucking <laughs> building. you just ride up to a building. Well, well, here's the thing is like, so jumping, it's not that big of a deal, right? Like, I think you jump off it, you know, even the top corner or whatever and go to landing. I don't think that's that big a deal. Now, all of a sudden, when the dude right before you just knocked out a friggin' 26 or whatever, 28, and now you're like, ah. That's what was, that's what's like sucks, but it's cool about stuff like the X Games, because 
if you're just riding it and you got all, all the practice you want, you hit it, go bigger, 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 bigger. Here it's like, okay, off the sides, all right, you're up, go. Go as big as you fucking can, one hit. Well, you know, and fucking Raha just, rah. Yeah. What gear are they hitting that in? I don't know. He was rolling into it. The other guys were kind of going slow and then hitting it. And that last one, I was like, oh, my God. Because he just come off that little roller and was just like, whoa. Going, He's going to miss the other side of the landing, I'm pretty sure. That's what I thought because uh, Brimmon, he went way up, but he didn't go far at Man, all. No, he did. you So his line, he started like all the way to the right and left like the middle of the, of the takeoff. Yeah. And he was just barely uh carving at all and then just whipping the shit out of it everybody else was like kind of from right to left you know and like spanning across the whole ramp it looked like yeah when he when Rao went i was like oh shit he might have grabbed a little bit much right there yeah i was like i think he's going to the other side of the landing here <laughs> the other thing off <laughs> do you see what it said on top of that landing they had like a banner up there yeah the ultimate price or something like that and i'm like wow who made that up is that even an advertisement or is that just yeah that's an advertisement for like the army like the it's the navy that was the navy high air thing and the ultimate it's to remind you of the people that died and they put that on the top of the damn landing as you're coming down you're just like oh shit the ultimate price fuck I went too high. Dude, it seems like the X Games were better this year. Because the past couple years, I feel like, I don't know, I didn't even know the X Games were coming up, or they just didn't seem, they had all the former riders doing announcing and stuff, and it, it was all in one arena, indoors, it was a big course. It seemed it seemed cool this year. Yeah. Like the older days. Yeah. Well, the seats, though. You see how and empty the place is like. I don't. I don't know. I don't think we'll ever compete with fucking football. That's crazy. The thing is, like back in the day when X Games first started, it was like when it was free. I mean, that's probably a big deal too. Like yeah. when it was in Philly, it was free. I went to Philly when you just showed up and funneled in there, and it was like cattle, dude. There had to have been a hundred thousand people there, easy. Um, and that arena holds. What, 75 or something, probably? I don't know. Well, and we're spoiled now, because you're going to see it in 20 minutes online somewhere. Yeah, it's true. It's not the same, but... I wonder how much that's killed... You know, it's like... <clears throat> does that kill events, or does that help it? It should help it, right? I don't know. Well, I feel like X Games doesn't hardly advertise. I ne I'm always like, well, shit, X Games are coming up. Yeah. When I was younger, maybe because I was younger, I was always like... No. X Games are coming up. I plan my day around it. I don't think that they. I don't know. Maybe you don't watch as much TV or something. I'm off the grid. I don't know. It just seems like. Well, this year seems better than past. Like, because it was a whole event. Maybe it's the riders. It's more like. Maybe these guys are more throwing down like they did like in the early 2000s or something. I don't know. It just seemed cool. I didn't get really get to watch it, but it seemed cool. Like the hype around it. What I got saw online on the tubes i do still like the x games format i think that the nitro circus format kind of is its own entity uh i like the um festival style of the uh 
of the X Games. Like a whole weekend? Right. But I also like the um, way Nitro Circus was done where they broadcast everything live. You know, because it was all set up to happen within a certain time frame so that they could do all that. So, I mean, I think that's a genius move, too. It's like, which one's going to pay off more? Yeah. I just, I, well, I don't know why they couldn't combine it. Like, any more live broadcasts online can't be costing that much. Online? Well, it's ESPN. They're going to yeah. advertise during it. They can advertise Doritos and the fucking Navy all they want in Mountain Dew. At least it's what it used to be. Yeah. And they'll, be, they'll get paid. Online, you think? I mean, that's the thing. They need to figure out how to monetize online. I, I mean, I guess if you just ran commercials and streamed it live. Or make people pay for it online. Like the um, like that um, CBS Go or whatever it is. NBC, what the hell is that? For the, NBC uh, Gold? 50 yeah. bucks for the whole summer. For the whole summer, you get practice. You get all the motos. They, you could rewatch them. Yeah, they just... They, That's the other thing. You don't have a DVR, so you're fucked if you can't rewind. Where with the NBC Gold, yeah. you, can rewind, you can watch it. Well, and the other thing is that they do the graphics like they're going to go to commercial, and then they don't go to commercial. They just uh, grant... Uh, so. Steele and Jason Wigan just, uh, Grant Langston, Jason Wigan just continue to talk there the entire time. Is that Moonshine kicking in? Maybe. Oh. <laughs> I like it, like, when they're doing interviews and you can hear what's going on at the track and nobody's talking. You just hear, like, it's like you're at the race. How about cool. in between motos when they got the camera just sitting there at the track yeah. and you can hear the track announcer sitting That's there? Cool. Yeah, it gives me the being at the track feeling. <laughs> I walk around living with my shirt off, yeah. just fucking wasted. Yeah. Air conditioned. Air conditioned. <laughs> You're just like, this is awesome right there. It's track. <laughs> Soon, like 10 years now, we're wearing like VR goggles. No, I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that. What about like, we even need to do that, start that for events. They Go did that at X Games this year. Oh, really? You could watch the skateboard or something or scooter big air with uh -huh. like Samsung VR glass or some really? shit. I don't know what it was. I want to do that shit at the nationals. Yeah. You could just like walk around uh, and let other people just like look around. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to get a huge warehouse. And it's just going to have like dirt on the floor. So people feel like they're at the track <laughs> and we'll pump in smells and we'll just sell beer. There you go. But it won't be anything. Won't be anything. Virtual motocross track. Virtual nationals. I was just reading a thing like in Korea, South Korea. They're watching like sports teams, like virtual like fighting or something. It's just two computer things playing. And then I go to my father-in-law's house and he's watching these dudes race drones. And they got the glasses on. They got little drones. Yeah. I know. Then, I saw that. Guess what showed up at my house a week later? A, a drone. drone. It's awesome. It doesn't have this thing. Well, it's not mine. It's Isaac's, but I like it. <laughs> Yo, where they race through the circles and shit like yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, dude. Yo, how long until that's in the X Games? Or there's E-Games or something like that. And they're e drawing fucking drones. Okay. We'll E-Drink to the E-Games.
The ravers that take the e-games the wrong way. Yo, I'm gonna have fucking uh, VR glasses on and just sit and enjoy the e-games <laughs> and e-drink too. It's gonna be sick. Twenty years ago, two guys were on like a talk radio show making fun of like someday we won't even be in the same room and we'll be talking about shit. Mocking us from the past. What is this? Oh, it's not shy. I thought you were getting more. No. My initial drink was. Well, that's fancy, uh, Jack, isn't it? Yeah. It's, um, so this is actually when I went to get my dog, I went to the j- distillery and I got this Jack Daniel. So it's like four and a half years old, which is unheard of. That's how little I've been drinking whiskey. I've been drinking tequila recently. Ugh. I hate tequila. Because you're a girl. <laughs> Chicks hate tequila. I got Chicago beer. You just like to talk about fisting. Yeah. Fist City. <laughs> uh, I've seen it <clears throat> behind you. Um, what else happened that was cool? Uh, graffiti on bikes. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, another controversy that we'll have to get to. Um, or maybe we sit. Just I'm, go with it. Go. I'm afraid I'm going to forget about it. So allegedly, so Josh Hill posted a picture on Instagram showing that you could buy retweets. Oh shit! I saw <laughs> stuff about this from Bobby Lee. So they're claiming, I guess, allegedly, they may be in, inferring <laughs> that Destin bought a bunch of retweets. <laughs> Destin and Putin? Huh? Destin and, and Vladimir? Yeah. They set it up. Oh, that's funny. I was wondering, because I saw Bobby Lee posted something about we don't buy retweets or some shit. Yeah. This is super slow train. It's going to fuck us up here in like 30 seconds. Whatever, I'm not drinking any more moonshine. Look how fucking slow this train is. Can you see it? Yeah. We're drinking too again. He's just creeping. Is it the train horn shot or just a train shot? It's still the same train. <laughs> if a train honks and you don't see it, is it even there? <laughs> um, so Josh Hill called him out on buying tweets, possibly. Well, he didn't call him out. He just posted a picture. He just put it out there and let it sit? I'm, yeah, I'm just going to leave this here. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. You know, like, what a weird way to judge that shit anyway yeah i don't know i mean the internet so what do you expect yeah i mean i guess how do you do that and not it's have a popular it contest to begin with so it's a wild Which popularity ca- contest usually is but then not See, that Cantrell's not popular but well why don't they uh why don't they just measure the angle of the bike yeah, but how? Left, right, up, down? Put whatever. The most off access. So they're going to have to put um, sensors on the bike or whatever. 
On the axles, not their butt. What if you did a huge butt whip? Not your butt. The bike itself. You're trying to turn the bike as much as possible. Somebody would hack the sensors. That's a possibility. There you go. Look Damn at who tweeted. Technology. We need to just do old old style crowd applause meter. Yeah. And then all 30 people could have voted. <laughs> From in the stadium. <laughs> they were like, that's pretty much a standing ovation. There's <laughs> 28 out of 30 stood up. Everyone gets gold medals. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw something about that, and then, oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Cantrell's badass at whipping. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, like, that's the weird part. How has he not been in that shit before? Yeah, because I feel like his turndowns, now everybody's doing turn-ups or anti-whips. Turndowns are almost the older style whip. He's been doing it for like 10 years. Yeah, huge. Why was he there fucking 10 years ago? But he can do regular whips big too. Although the pictures I saw of McNeil, I saw, I haven't seen anything of Parsons. I know he can get under it like a madman. Um, but I did see one picture of McNeil, and I mean, his bike is completely fucking vertical. Dude, you gotta slow mo that stuff. Because, like, you can see whip neck, that's fucking crazy. And then you look at it slow-mo or a picture, yeah. and then you really appreciate how... Did you, um... You said it's all online? Yeah, just YouTube, uh, X Games 2017, and then it, it's broken. I think X Games posted it. It's broken down into best whip, blah, blah, and you cut out all the commercials. Sick, all right. That's fucking awesome. Where have I been? It huh? is. I said, where have I been? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moonshine's rolling. Uh, fuck. Uh, Jim Dean, or it's uh, Jack Daniels. Um, okay, so the other thing that allegedly happened is that um, what we do know that happened is that Larry Linkogel said that... Um, <laughs> Even the cops thought it was funny. They pressed charges. So then there was a picture that surfaced with uh, Axel Hodge's bike with some graffiti on the side that says, Metal Militia, fuck sellouts. Yeah. Okay. And it said something on the number plate. Oh, did it? I didn't see that. Is that a different picture? That's not in that picture that I had, is it? Somebody No, somebody created like a collage, like the front number plate. It said like... Monster gave me AIDS or some shit like oh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, what's so what? Hashtag links is like Monster gave me AIDS. Oh, I did see that. Like boxed wine. Like those are <laughs> Um, So I do think that's hilarious. I think maybe Larry's too old maybe to be doing shit like that, but I still think it is absolutely awesomely entertaining huh? i like instigators yeah yeah for sure like because um, when you posted that and you're like if anybody's written a show you know people ride on your bike and i was like i gotta send this to clint he'll get this and i'm like oh clint posted that <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah. my bike my back covered in dicks yeah. saying like <laughs> shit about fucking pin it and stuff yeah. and i'm like like seriously i let you ride my bike and this is what you guys do to it yeah. just covered the whole bike and i yeah. just wrote it like that <clears throat> we used to um 
right on each other's shit. So you'd be just sitting there like writing and then it was writing stuff on your arms. Everybody's forearms would be just covered in marker and then eventually their your bikes would be all written all over and stuff. <laughs> it was pretty much just how that went. Hartman was the worst of it. He'd always start it and then he'd end up I wouldn't even do it. <clears throat> because it would escalate to like their faces being colored on and stuff and I'm like, listen, I'm not fucking I'm not you're not sharpening my face. We're gonna have an issue here if you sharpen my face. Okay. <laughs> so let's just not even do it. How about that? Draw on him. Uh yeah. So here's the thing, like, why was his bike even there? Was he that guy that rolls up to the track and isn't going to ride? He broke his wrist. He had a broke wrist. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't, I was going to, I was going to ride. I don't yeah. know. He's badass on a bike, but yeah. I did see it's, like, it's slayed or whatever on his bike. Yeah. And uh, whoever posted the picture of the side and the front arm plate, oh, it was Bobby Lee posted it. Uh. And then. He showed uh, Colby Raha with the Slayer shirt. He's like, that's a real fucking Slayer shirt or something. Ripping uh, out the Slade stuff. Uh, what's his name, Runs? Slay. Slay. I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah, well, that's just his nickname. And then he was just busting out Dirt Shark. Because Dirt Shark's his brother, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so he was just calling them both out. Who Bobby Lee was? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's like, you're on a roll today. Do you ever see Bobby Lee wipe out on that backflip? No. And before the dust settles, he's already running. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was at uh, an X Games after party a long time ago. And I'm standing there with this. I'm talking to this girl. And she's like, make me another drink. So there's these bottles of alcohol. So I grabbed the alcohol to make her a drink. And it was Bobby Lee's and all those. And he was just like. <laughs> and I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like, you're going to have to make your own drink. <laughs> Dude, I became friends with him on Instagram or something like a bunch of years ago. And I'm like, who's this fucking massive dude with like face tattoos? And then I'm like, oh, he's riding, he's riding. And all of a sudden, that's when I saw him like do some the flip. He like ate shit. And like before the dust settles, he's running out. I think it was at Fitzpatrick or something. He's running out of it. And then he like disappeared off of the internet. And then I don't know. And then I just now started seeing stuff again. I probably unfollowed him or something like I don't know. I get drunk and I start like picking people off my thing. Well, and if they don't post for a while, you get rid of them so that you can keep your number at four twenty. Not me, sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fo follow four twenty sixty nine. I didn't make it. You better pick that up before Dad shows up. I'm smacking me. Look what I found in my desk from last week. I found this today. Yeah. <laughs> it's been in here fermenting in my desk. I bet it's delicious. This is the benefits of not working for the man. I know it. We got some Polish beer in the uh, fridge at work right now. Is it Weski? Is it white? Yeah. It's good stuff. I like it. The other guy was not too uh, pumped on it, but I'm like, I, I think it's good. Was he a beer snap? He drinks watermelon beers all the time, so I'm pretty sure. I kept, I was like, oh, sorry, it's not a beer cooler, bro. And he's like, 
Dude. I just I can't believe you even brought this guy into the conversation. <laughs> well, got a uh, Bud Light Rita for him. Exactly. I'll have to steal it from my mother-in-law, and then he can fucking have it. There you go. Um, Zwecky. That's the beer, right? What? Zwecky. No, Tisk. Oh, I've had that too. They have a little <laughs> goat on it, on a string. Um, or what? A boat? So, sometimes you buy a six-pack, there's a little goat, and it's on a string on the, around the neck of the bottle. Uh, I don't know. It must be, not be that Polish. You know where the, um, that's it. You know where the second largest Polish uh, concentration is outside of Warsaw? Tisk. Chicago. Oh. Uh, do you know that Shiner Beer is a German? Uh, Shiners are, well, I guess that's the name of the town, but maybe it's just a rich family. German Shiner family. Bach. Yeah, it's Germans. You know what the number one immigrant in Illinois is? Germans. <laughs> <laughs> but Wikipedia game is strong. Game of Strong? A Wikipedia game. Oh. On ethnicities and fucking... That's all I got, though. Don't ask any more questions. Alright. Um, what else? What, is that all the Moto events? We go over all of them? Do they have scooters at X Games? Not yet. You know what's crazy? They were showing Jackson Strong... And they were doing a thing about last year, and I watched last year. I didn't even know this. When he tried that double flip off that like quarter pipe on it, you know whatever, he got life flighted to the hospital because he thought he fucked up his neck. And then some. I was there. I talked to him about all this. I didn't know any of this until he did the thing on it. And then the fucking uh, guy from Best Whip got life flighted there, and he asked if he could get a ride back on the life flight. He had asked. As soon as they got done, so it, because it was like a, um, uh, they thought he had like tore his jugular open or something like that. So they yeah. rushed him to the hospital. They did like an MRI on him and normally it would take time, but because it was such a, you know, you'll bleed to death. They like turned it around really quick and they got it back to him. So he goes, okay, can you guys give me a, a lift back to the uh, X Games? And they were like, ha, 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 ha. So, because uh, he said they were still standing there when they came back in and were like, you're okay. Uh, so he goes, can you give me a lift back to the uh, X Games? And they laughed at him. And then all of a sudden they go, hey, we just got a call if you still need a lift back. So the, his um, guys were getting ready to clean. They were like loading up shit and they were getting ready to go back over there. And he calls them back up like his camera guy and stuff and he's like hey get the bike ready i'm on the way in the chopper get the bike ready and, <laughs> and they just start they fix it and he literally jumps comes walks off of the helicopter the bike is ready for him he gets on the bike and goes out and rips a front flip on a regular ramp and that's not even what he wanted to do that wasn't what he had planned for best trick front flip yeah, that's not what he was going to do. He was going to do something else. Dude, that's fucking, that's <laughs> crazy, that's fucking crazy that's stuff. That's the best X Games gold story ever. Yeah, that, I don't know how they, that wasn't like a whole day of just that, talking about that. Because <laughs> people even said like, he does front flips at like 70, or like 80 feet, because he needs more distance to, to pull it off, because he does it off a straight ramp. Yeah. That's fucking, that was a cool story, dude. When I heard that, I'm like, this is fucking, that's cool. He's a madman. To gold. Like, 
with a and trick the, that, with a trick that he can just do, that nobody else in the world can just do. Fuck it, I'll do this. <laughs> I got this one that I've been doing for a while. I'll just throw <laughs> this down. <laughs> I've been doing this at Krusty Tour on fucking metal ramps. That's how t that's how Taka was for best trick. He was like old trick, but <laughs> he's, he's like, you get it, take it. Yeah, he's like, I just did this old rock solid flip thing here. Sorry, it's played out, you know. I guess I could throw in a little indie. Ah, oh, yeah, that was fucking. That was a that was a good story. They should have made a little fucking mini film out of that. Well, um. Jacko has one. His camera guy was there. He filmed everything but him at the hospital. Was that something strong or something like that? Um, it's, I'm sure it's in that video, which I need to buy. Uh, what is it? Headstrong. Headstrong. I'm going to get that. There's one and two. I think two just came out. So that should probably have um, that X Games deal. I got to catch up. That I want to get Chasing the Storm 2. Dos? Dos el Stormo. Dos the Storm. See, here we we run away from storms. We do not chase them. We No, we flee from storms. You get nor'easters. Yeah. Dude, it's been raining like every day. Really? Or at least every other day. I love rain. Dude, Are you guys flooded? You're crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny, it's like where I just went on vacation, like to a lake, it's all flooded up there. Down here, we it's like almost drought, two hours. Oh, yeah? So why yeah. don't you pump their water down to you guys? I don't know, man. What are you doing? I'm thirsty as fuck, dude. Oh, I got a Snapchat code here. If you guys would like to hit it. Nope, nope. What's that going to do? This is moonshine. Yeah, right. <laughs> Disappointed you were. <laughs> Your face. The hell is that? If you're just listening to this, Clint just stared at me in disgust as I did Gatorade. He was so mad. Two uh, sips of Gatorade. I forgot about the audio audience. Yeah, he was he was just drinking Gatorade during our show. Not blue fucking moonshine from the backwoods of Georgia. Georgia. Clint will be blind by tomorrow. No, I've drank a bunch of moonshine. This is different moonshine. I've already helped drink half of this bottle. Tonight? No, fuck no. Over seven <laughs> years. <laughs> what is your address? I would be dead. Yeah, you better send help. If I drank half a mo bottle of moonshine, you just send help. That's what I was waiting to do. <laughs> Bethany! <laughs> He's dead! He's dead already. We know it. <laughs> what is his login? What's his password? <laughs> Don't you dare let that out. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I didn't know if this was going on today. Yeah, so, yeah, I did the switch to my phone, and I don't have, for some reason, it says my data plan I bought is not is not eligible with this phone. So I don't even, it won't do anything unless I'm on Wi-Fi. So I was unable to really message anybody or figure anything out. Go into your data settings and do data on roaming. No, it's already on. It's already on. It's something with the, um, 
I don't know what the fuck it's with. These people sold me a bad plan. You got hustled. They stole your identity is what happened. It's I Team Mobile. Listen, my shit's already fucked anyway, so go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I got my card shit stolen at a gas pump. I thought yeah. that was a mythological, like you, a card reader's. Yeah. But somebody like opened it, put a new fucking thing in it, because it was in my town. And then stole my shit and charged up a bunch of stuff at Walmart. And they're like, nah, Nick didn't go to Walmart. So then they fucking shut it down. Bethany will love to hear that you don't go to Walmart. And that was enough of a red flag that they were like. (laughs) (laughs) Walmart transactions at $80. They shut it down. (laughs) If it would have been Shell for booze like four times in a row, they're like, oh, Nick's getting crazy tonight. (laughs) Let her go. Let's see where this goes. Oh, he's at the ATM. Here we go. That's the thing. Now they could steal my card and go and charge it anywhere because, like, it doesn't even throw up flags when I'm in weird places. You know how your shit used to? Huh? I could use my card in Puerto Rico. They didn't fucking stop me. Really? Walmart, 20 minutes from my house. Shut it down. Dude, they used to call me all the time. I'd be, like, someplace, and they'd shut me up. I'd be like, hey, you, one time I was at a strip club. I, and they had to charge it twice, and they were like, <laughs> So then I'm like on the phone with them, like, yeah, I okay those charges. It's all right. Right now, you better fucking clear this shit. <laughs> we got to straighten Those are the ones where they, they charge you like $100, and then they're like, well, it's just $100, and then they refund you. Yeah, exactly. Or they do like a... They My buddy was telling me all about like that. Like a hold... Yeah, they'll do like a hold on your card, and then they'll like charge the thing. <laughs> then your car payment bounces because yeah. you have a hundred dollar hold. <laughs> they, well, yeah, you're waiting a week for them to take it back off of there. <laughs> oh shit. Um, Professional stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know. They'll teach that in school. There should be a whole class of being a guy. See, it's we, just like, we got this, like, young kid that comes into work. He's, like, 16, so we've been schooling him real good. He's going <laughs> to be advanced in no time. <laughs> we've been learning him extra good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at Ray and Austin and all those guys. Look how learned they are. <laughs> I think Ray taught me stuff. <laughs> I really, somebody said something, and I was like, yeah, I've ruined enough kids. I was like, I don't need... <laughs> you, you can make that a brand. Yeah. I'm good. I already ruined enough young <laughs> young men. They're fucking alcoholics or whatever now. It's fun. Just a little teardrop. <laughs> uh, is that the whole... That's the whole point of this podcast? You're just trying to ruin me? Yeah. I'm trying to build you up so I can break you down. It's like a whole Truman Show thing. Yeah, next I'm going to talk you into having just the cameras follow you around. We're going to have you a lily that's just going to follow you around all day long. Everything. I'm going to get a little chest mount for my GoPro. And just... <laughs> uh. oh, we already talked about... Oh, so... I posted that video of that chick freaking out about them knowing her name in friggin' Starbucks or whatever. At fucking uh, Boston Market. They, that was her safe space. Yeah. 
Boston Market is. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go anywhere! Uh, apparently, what are they putting out? Friggin' internet videos or something all the time? Like, what is she talking? She is shooketh to the core. So, anyway, <laughs> that, I'm at work and I get this text from somebody, hey, let's go ride or something. And I'm like, I'm like, that's really weird. I just rode for the first time last week. And then I got another text. And I'm like, I actually just rode. What the fuck? And he goes, yeah, I'm listening to the podcast. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, fuck, that's right. <laughs> we got to shut this down. I can't gotta, do it. I got to take it. Two people fucking text me about that. <laughs> just right after that. No one texted me. Fucking shit. Because <laughs> your I'm friends like, don't. I heard you doing a podcast. Lame. I can't listen to it. I got shit to do. <laughs> like, what do I need to download? I'm not going to do that. Yeah, that sounds like YouTube. Who the fuck has YouTube? I, that's exhausting. Hey, so let's talk. Let's talk comedy. Now yeah. that you came out of the comedy closet. Yeah. Can I find that anywhere? Yeah. I've been searching it on the tubes. Oh yeah, it hasn't come up. Uh, I haven't searched in two weeks. Oh, it hadn't. It so when I knew, and it was still closet, and then you came out, and I was like, I got. I got no time for this. I really, I didn't expect, uh, so, um, Chuck actually just posted it on fucking Facebook. I sent him the <laughs> link to the video, right? Just for, and I was going to be like, hey, don't post this. And, uh, I was like, he ain't going to post this shit. Why the fuck would he post it? So, sure enough, I'm like, got a message and I ended up on Facebook and I'm, cause I don't even hardly go on there anymore. And I'm like skimming through and then all of a sudden I saw me and I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> and I look and it's like Javier posted it and I go, where the fuck did Javier get this from? And then I saw that Chuck posted it and I'm like, God. That's awesome. How hard is that to fucking just write jokes and then try to try to tell i can't even imagine like because i think like oh i could be i could do stand up and then i think like okay let's let's just write one joke and i'm like nah well, I can't do so i don't like write jokes per se like i tell stories like we do here so all of it all they are is like for my stuff is just funny perspectives on what's going on around me you know yeah. like uh weren't we talking about earlier the smoking weed thing and I'm like, it's not rocket science. You know? <laughs> yeah. Somebody's like, you're going to ride high? And you're like, yeah, it's not rocket science here. You know, we're just fucking, you know, but normal people. This is what I've learned is that normal people think that thought process is fucking insane. Yeah. So that's what all I'm like. I think well, that. I've had like a similar conversation with. Jason Rowe. He's like, dude, these stories? I can tell you these stories. He goes, I tell my friends these stories. And they're like, nah, no fucking way. You know, just like being on the road stories. Not that I have a bunch of them, but just a whole other, I don't know, I guess. I, I still can't just see getting in front of people and fucking, I don't know. 
when I lived up here, I used to come back and my friends would be like, yo, you got any good stories? So I'd tell them shit all the time and they'd just say the same thing. They'd be like, yeah, oh, man, no way. Like, I'm sure they just thought I was making shit up or whatever. It's probably half the time. Which is never, if they get a kick out of it. But it was never made up. It was always like, that's exactly what happened. You know, like, that was the really where it went on. So, uh, but yeah, with the comedy, I don't know. I think that, um, it's similar to how you feel before like a show or whatever you get like kind of nervous and stuff. It's a little different. Like I'm figuring out where my sweet spot is. I can't drink. I can only have like a drink, maybe two drinks because if I have any more than that, I have a hard time remembering my stories because it's a lot of jokes. Like it's a whole, I put my whole things together as long stories. So each joke leads into another. So I just explain, uh, I don't know. Like I said, I have an interesting point of view on the things that have happened to me or whatever, or the yeah. take on it. And that's actually the bit that um, he has up there is talking about uh, people that I've known for a long time are like, aren't you afraid? And I'm like, I mean, people are really afraid to be nervous, but if you ride dirt bikes, you put everything into worst case scenario. And it's like... <laughs> You know what I mean? Worst case scenario is I sweat profusely in front of a bunch of strangers. <laughs> then I wake up in the hospital. Exactly. Well, that's, that's not even worst case. Yeah. So that's the whole, there's a joke in there about that. But I mean, that's, then I go into the pain pill thing and they wouldn't give me pain pills and, you know, all these people that are fucking somehow getting pain pills for like a back injury that's five years old still. And I'm yeah. in the hospital, and they gave me Tylenol 3. <laughs> That's no shit. They gave me Tylenol 3. I'm like, God. So you snort it, or you, you roll it up on a paper towel and put it up your ass? <laughs> yeah, no, I should have done that, because it didn't do anything. You know what the problem is? I'm like, too calm while I'm in there. It had just happened. The the I'm in shock. I know I'm in shock. Like, I'm just told him you, you wanted to go to the other doctor. Well, yeah, I'm just concentrating on breathing the entire time to keep myself calm. And the problem is that they see how you are they how you are when they interact with them, which is not like how I am later at night or whatever. At night while you're trying to go to sleep or... It's fucking worst. Exactly. So they prescribe me for how they see me during the day and unfortunately I'm good at dealing with pain for periods of time but eventually it I think that it like just wears on you yeah it just hurts 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 eventually you're like ah, I can't fucking take it well I know cuz like <clears throat> my sister-in-law's a nurse and I've been around you know I've been hurt before and they're always like talking you down and it's like this and that it's like I bet none of you have ever broke a bone before at all, yeah. much less like you've sprained an ankle and you think it's a fucking like you got a you destroyed it. You know, it's like, and I get it, it's, it but just because one person comes in screaming, because when I broke my heel, they didn't give me shit. Because I went there, they did everything, and I was like, okay, so I'm good. They're like, yeah, here's your you know prescription, and I was like, okay, I couldn't get it till the next day. And that was alright, and then me and Dan went and got pizza. And we racked up like a hundred dollar bar tab. And I had my, I had my cast up, my boot up on the lay, on the bar. And then I woke up in the middle of the night, like I had to pee a million times. And every time I got up, my foot would fucking swell up, my whole heel, ankle. 
everything. And it was like, that was, and then I woke up and the thing didn't open because it was a Sunday, so it didn't open until fucking 11. Uh, that was fucking ter- Like you said, like, you're fine, and then all of a sudden, the pain just hits. Well, it's there, but you're fighting it, and then eventually you get tired of fighting it, and you're finally just like... Yeah. Well, you get, like, exhausted, you fall asleep, and then you wake up, and you're not fighting it anymore. At least for me, and then the pain is just fucking there. I can tell you that drinking has never, like, so you gotta get, like, pretty drunk in order to not feel pain. I feel like in the beginning, it makes it worse. When you first start drinking. Anything I've had, I've got hurt. I crashed at Pastrana's place. So there were like two, um, there was the big ramp and then there was a super kicker. was in obviously further. And I had, there was three of us that were jumping into the pit. I can't remember who the other one. I think it was Hartman and there was somebody else. And uh, anyway, um, so... We were taking turns. It was pretty cold. It was, you know, like, I don't know, like 50 degrees out, maybe less, 40 degrees. So I leaned my bike. I was riding an old Honda. I leaned my bike up against the ramp, and then I was, like, trying to be confident. So I started up, and I'm just, like, instead of going and blowing it out, I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to turn and rip the fucking ramp. So I turn, and it just goes. Now, Travis, you've seen videos of Travis's driveway you know and the way that his fucking yeah, pit is set up yeah so you well so i didn't go like all the way to the top of the driveway i just went to the end of the driveway and turned and went to come back but you're coming down this hill so i'm i'm like rolling but the whole thing is i mean i guess most foam pits are like this they just have a fucking wall so i'm rolling around the corner i go to get on the bike and it's just going and i'm like it's gonna. It's not gonna clear out. So I finally bail out, like on the ramp, and I uh, go to jump off to the side, and there's the super kicker is right there. So I jump off to go off the side of the ramp, and I like throw my bike, and I try and run across the top of the um, super kicker, and I got like one step in, I get another one, and as I go to step off of the super kicker, my other knee hooks the face of it, and I like fall on my face, and my bike flips over, and I'm pretty sure like the very, the end of the swing arm landed on my, the inside of my elbow. I think it was this one, maybe. Like, as it was on the ground, on the concrete, and it landed on the inside of my elbow. And then it ends up, um, I don't remember which arm it was. I think it was this one. There's a mark there. So it ends up, we go to eat, and Travis is like, you should have this when he started to drink, finally. He goes, you should have a shot for that. Maybe he didn't even drink. He just suggested I have a shot. So uh, I took a shot, and you know, it was like, it sucked and everything, and as soon as I took that shot, all of a sudden, like, a bump swelled up out of my arm, and my arm started to hurt like a motherfucker. That's, and it, that's just bad timing. Yeah, I don't know. I think it thinned my blood out enough, like, to where it made it worse, and I started to swell up. I don't know. I'm trying to think of when I ever drank to... I have a swelling pain. issue. Like, I swell really bad with stuff. That's why, so I broke my leg on Saturday. I got to the doctor on Monday. By then, the leg was so swollen that we had to wait a week before we could do surgery. And I've really? had them do that shit before. You I broke blood? 
I've broken my leg before and they were like, you're going to have to wait until your leg comes down until we put a cast on it because right now it's going to go down and then you're going to be able to take your foot right out of the cast. If my leg ever swelled, they'd be like, okay, it's a normal calf muscle. Let's do surgery right now. <laughs> Brayden wanted to say hi. She really wanted to be on the podcast. Hey, how are you? Good. Did you watch X Games? Mm-mm. You did too. Oh. No, I didn't. Ike, did you watch X Games? No. <laughs> Bad kids. What's going on? You guys got fruit and he's got a topic. It's my telephone. Give me that. He thinks he's Conor McGregor. He just walks around with no shirt on, strutting down the street all the time. Just we got eating squashed. apples. He don't care. I saw that video of him you showed me. Which one? The one on Instagram. You DM'd me. Shirt off, walking at, like, no, he had a button up on um, uh, Maury Povich or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what did I say? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> that bad ass kid. <laughs> oh, yeah, that kid was awful. <laughs> they should put that kid down or at least take him away right away. <laughs> You want an e-squash? E-squash. Was it delicious? It was awesome. <laughs> Did you see I that? I needed my goggles on. How do you eat it? I don't even see it. He just ate it. Watch him take a bite of this apple. Clint, take a bite of this apple. Did you hear it? <laughs> <laughs> For listeners, Clint is eating e-apples. That these uh, feral kids are feeding them. <laughs> Nick is smashing them into the camera. Full. Drink blue moonshine all night. He's full. Give it to him. Actually, I'm hungry. Right, give him some squash. Yeah, put it up to his mouth hole camera. Oh, gross. Did you guys, how are my tonsils look? They're inflamed. And they're, they're blue. He did take a bite out of it. I told you he was going to. All of a sudden, everybody wants to buy my motorcycle on Letco. Oh, you sold it? No. What motorcycle? My, uh, actually, it's the third place person from the quarter pipe high jump. It's my what? Third place guy from quarter pipe. You don't know who that is? Uh, I watched it, I should. McNarls. Oh, okay. Oh, McCartney. Yeah. I got his old bike, but now I'm selling it. Oh, you have his old bike? Yeah. And you're selling it? Hey, settle down, kids. Huh? Get your off, off uh, spring under control. <laughs> so then a squash comes into the picture. <laughs> um, yeah, McCarty. I'm trying to sell his old bike. 
Oh, you're trying to sell his old bike? Yeah, for me. It's my bike now. The black oh. one. The black the black one that I flipped. Oh, that was that was what that was? Yeah, that that's his 50? old bike, yeah. That was impressive. You went straight from two stroke, got hurt, and then came back and flipped a four fifty. Yeah. Well, there was a long time in between riding and then flipping. But uh I should have switched to a four stroke way earlier. Why it's easier? Yeah. For everything. Jumping the ramps, flipping, everything. Dude, most of the uh, best trick was on two strokes, right? Yeah. I think Shady was on a four stroke. Yeah. And who else? Uh, see, that's the other thing I didn't say. That's the night that I, I drank moonshine after the winery and don't remember anything. She just watched it today and they were talking about how, like, Shady was one of the Delicious moonshine few was? Okay. So you're talking about how delicious moonshine was? Well, that too, yeah. They're like, these guys, they all drink moonshine. It's the only way they can pull any of this off. <laughs> Just like a monster truck show. They're like, I'd be worried if you didn't drink moonshine prior to this. <laughs> They're probably all hammered, wasted, fist fucking <laughs> behind, the, behind the scenes. Um, Like us at the circus. Drinking yeah. moonshine, fighting, and go ride the show. That time you tried to off yourself, they thought we were drinking whiskey and fist fighting before the show. Yeah, that's how it was. Really, it was the Chicago boys just drinking caffeinated pop. I was like, I am not going to have a hangover later. I'm just going to end it now. <laughs> <laughs> My head's bumping. Uh, and you're like, I'm still alive. Punch I'm still me. alive, damn it. I was like, no, people, I'm all right. And then I passed out for four minutes. <laughs> I'm just too durable. <laughs> I'm too tough for this shit. Uh, so, who was it? Um, Levi Sherwood, Clinton Moore, Taka. Uh, uh, talking best trick? Or yeah. freestyle? Best trick. Uh, is there not, uh, what the hell was his name? Luke something? Ackerman? Skywalker? What? Luke who? Was there a Luke, uh, uh, Australian Luke Ackerman or something? Hmm. No, wrong one. I don't know. I'm going to have to go and look this up. Luke Yurik? Yurik. Uh, no. He hadn't ridden freestyle in like 10 years. Come on. I baited I you into that one. I can't Google it because I only got enough bandwidth to do this podcast. Don't worry. I uh, checked on my phone to see about who um, messaged me about the bike, and all of a sudden you got blurry. So. Yep, it happens. And I got New Jersey internet. Christy, how about that uh, mullet? Um, he was very good looking. I'm going to grow it out. Yeah, I think he has some like razor marks in the side too. Well, I'm gonna, this is gonna stay like this. This is just gonna. It's just gonna go further back. Brent, Brent oh, like mullet, didn't you? You would have a beautiful mane. Be gorgeous. The gold like, mane. You could do the. Drink that hot and cold beer. Cutting out. Drink that lukewarm beer. 
lukewarm. That thing's plenty warm. And now it's shook up. <laughs> Modelo doesn't sponsor us. Get that out of there. <laughs> no! <laughs> you can tell she's been drinking. Look at these teeth. Fist fighting. Man. You won't fist fighting me. Do you play hockey? No. How'd you lose those teeth? I don't know. She just wakes up and then she's like, oh, what happened to my teeth? And then there's a quarter under under her uh, pillow. A quarter. A quarter. <laughs> oh, that yes, beer is four, good like now. 20 bucks a tooth. 20 bucks? Bring what's the tooth for a give? Not 20 bucks. I hope not. Too fair on our block, give us like a buck. I'd have no teeth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't be emulating dad. <laughs> Alright, put it down, goofball. That's it. Uh, somebody, ASPCA or whoever looks after kids, is going to come after us now. They're already looking for me. Dyfus. Kids are all, they all got polio and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Ike's on Jenny Jones. Cussing people out. Jenny Jones. <laughs> Who was that? Jenny Jones. <laughs> what show was that on? Bye, everyone. Say bye to Clint. Bye, Clint. Later, hey, later in life, you guys are all going to wear goggles and talk to each other like this. What are you doing? Don't even wear clothes. Now I'm really getting investigated. <laughs> They're like, we're just going over to the bar. We're going to wait for you, Dad. <laughs> we, don't need, we don't need no shoes. watch X Games? Um, a little bit. Some of it. He was showing me Levi Sherwood, Sherwood, whatever his name is. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> it's like a circus over here.
There you go. You guys have met me before. You got called a butt stranger. I know. Just go now. That's no man. I got a drink. Yeah. Keep up. So how many of these podcasts have you listened to? None. Yeah, me either. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Not that it's bad. I just don't want to listen to myself. That seems fucking weird. Yeah. Everybody's voice sounds bad to them, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like mine might feel bad the most. I don't think your voice is bad, though. Aw, say it again, Clint. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I have you on here, so I can listen to you. Is that, uh, too, is that too much for you? Too much? Too quick? Too soon? Wow. Wow. Once I start talking about feelings, Nick just clams up on me. Put up my wall. Quick. Um, Uno mas uh, revolution beer. Is that our time? Is that how long we go? Oh, I got more beer, but this is the last of the six-pack. Wow. Sometimes when we have guests, I feel like I drink super fast. Yeah, because you got to listen. Yeah, that's exhausting. It's just like, bam, 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 bam. And thirsty. I get more nervous. Yeah. I think I get less nervous now. Not that I get nervous, but I get more like, oh, what the fuck are we going to talk about? Now I drink like, I start drinking two hours before the show, slowly. And then I feel good when show gets here. That's what I was saying. I wish I could get drunker to do stand-up, but I can't. Well, that's why I started drinking two hours before slow. Because otherwise, I have a thought, and then I'm like, what the fuck? Ah, shit, I just had an idea. And I lose it. Where the pace I'm drinking, I drink a six-pack. And I'm on my sixth beer right now. Normally, I'll go through a fucking... I'll drink ten beers in a podcast in two hours. I just... Man, we need to get that beer sponsorship for you. And I don't think I drink that much, but then I look down, I had a 12-pack, and I got a couple beers left, and I'm like, we've only been doing this for fucking two hours. Yeah. So this, I, I'm at a better pace here. I get coffee, and then I have a couple beers. That's good. It's good you pace yourself. Yeah. If I, was, I feel like if I was going to do stand-up, I would just disappear and go do it. Well, like, that's what Christy. I did. Huh? That's what I did. I um, went by myself and just did a bunch of open mics at first. Like I didn't even tell anybody before I so went. First one go. Um. So the first one I did this um bar in Jersey City a bunch. Uh. But it's like like I said, it's a bar and they just have this open mic, and there's people come and play and whatever. And um. Those dudes are just there to play their pool league or whatever. You know what I mean? Drink beer at the bar. They don't give a fuck. They're so they're like, just... Yeah, they're like, shut up. So Joe. the second time I ever did it, I just went in and I was like, I'm just going to offend everybody, say stuff that I know that general public finds offense really like 
troublesome. So I just went in and I talked about like everybody cries about Thanksgiving and the massacre of the Indians and all that shit. And I went on about that stuff and fucking the opiate thing I was talking about. Um, people, uh, <clears throat> getting, uh, pills when they've, you know, somehow getting them, even though they don't have injuries and all that shit. Uh, and I remember the whole place went completely silent and everybody was just staring up at the front of the thing. I saw a bunch of women's mouths just open. They were just like, and that's, and that's all I wanted to do that time was just get like, I just was like, fuck it. Let's see. Like, if I disrupt this place, I just want to see if I can make everybody mad enough to stare at me and like. You know, like, how's this going to work? So there's one guy that goes there all the time and does stand-up. And he was clapping at the end. He loved it. But uh, and nobody else just said anything. They just fucking sat there. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you go with that mindset, then that's going to be perfect. Like, Yeah, no, like, so it, the biggest thing was, which that was, like, right when I first started going, obviously. So I didn't really know what the fuck I was doing. So, uh I was I was nervous. I'd have three drinks before I'd go on, which I really I later realized is too many. And uh, you gotta find the balance. Yeah, it's only like one to two uh, is a good area. I need to be more like so. I don't know. I I forget what book it was, but it was about um, figuring out like where you oh the mind gym. And it's about like basically athletes' um, mindsets and stuff like that, and figuring out. Obviously, it translates over somewhat, but figuring out like where you need to be. Do you need to? Are you the type of person needs to be amped up? Do you need to be calmed down? Like, what exactly is your? What do you need? So, That's I, and it's different for different sports. Uh, but <clears throat> I like to be calm and focused, and if I drink too much i can't remember stuff but i feel like also sometimes you get uh <clears throat> you get excited if you're drinking yeah. too much or whatever well that's funny you say that because i was just talking to my dad about so isaac my son he he's amped all the time like he's wild and i always tell my dad I'm like isaac's just like you like my dad like he gets amped he's like almost like he get out of control real fast because my dad he'll, he'll get out of bike and gets wild mm -hmm. real quick so whenever I race, my dad's like, "You ready? You pumped up? Let's do this!" I'm like, "Like he wasn't a mini dad at all, but he would just try to get me psyched up, like he yeah. thought that's what I needed." And I'm not like that. Like before a race, I just want to chill. Like I would take naps at the track because I just even before we did shows, I would just like I want to lay down and fall asleep because that's how I like level out. And my dad's like, "I don't know how you sleep before these things because yeah. he gets amped." And then I was talking. So we were talking about you. Isaac. I'm the same as you. I would get even worked up after practice. We'd practice and stuff and all those nerves and stuff. I would like have so much adrenaline from practice that afterwards I'm just like, ah, oh, I got to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> or you just take it down. In practice, I'd crash. And like, like, not Ed Rossi. He's got to stay amped all the time. Yeah, I'm like, no, I just need to, like, I can come out of a sleep and go do a show. I used to love when I was young. I used to love, I would get fully dressed and lay down like in the shade and take a nap before my uh, before yeah. my race. And I would love to be woken up, be like, hey, 
it's time for your moto. You got to go right now and then go directly to the line because I wasn't, I was totally calm. I just there was came. No, like the brain wasn't preconceiving any, like what's going to happen. No, it's just... like, it's like, uh, it's meditating. You're clearing your brain and they're like, go. Then... I remember one time I was, I was racing and, uh, my dad, he was a car salesman. He had a truck with a little screen in it, and we were watching Wild Things, <laughs> which uh -huh. we should not have watched. I was like fucking 15 or whatever, and we're watching it, and all of a sudden, hey, here comes everybody around like the, the third turn. And my dad's like, that's your class. And I'm like, ah, I put on my helmet. He goes out to the flag guy. He's like, let him go, because like, I wasn't going to win there or nothing anyways. And they just let me on the track right there. And then I just went, and it was, but it was awesome because there was no pressure. I went from like complete relaxation to like racing. It was good. I became good at pretending that it was just a normal day until like you roll out onto the floor. Yeah. You know, like basically I'm just going through motions. I'm just going through motions. And then all of a sudden it's too late for you to fucking think or back <laughs> out or anything. Yeah, exactly. And now we just have to focus on task at hand. <clears throat> but I don't do that with comedy. I kind of, I mean, I guess as my set gets like more dialed, <clears throat> like the, the video I posted, that set has, I've been doing for a while and it's basically all of it keeps changing but um i'd done that one a bunch of times so when i went to do it there i was really comfortable and confident and um even the guy that uh holds those things there was like you look like you were in the pocket and he was like like you were really comfortable up there and i was i kind of <clears throat> that's the most comfortable i felt doing it and i think it's because of the time before that, that I went someplace, I did a new set, and then I went back to that set, so it was more like something I was, material I was more confident in. That makes sense, like, I don't, I already when, know. when you're not aware of kind of what you're doing. Well, and the thing is that you, um, you tell a joke, and everybody ends up reacting to it completely different than you had planned the joke. Like sometimes I'm like, here yeah. is the punchline <laughs> and nobody does anything. And I'm like, Oh fuck. So then I like react to my own joke. Like I can't explain my set. I've read my entire set to Bethany right before, like on the train into the city. I sat there and I read her my whole, my set and like no reaction and then when I do it on stage it's different because a lot of it's my reactions to what I say and stuff like that or the little comments that I slip in about what happened like so it's really weird it is kind of like a I don't necessarily feel like this but it is kind of like a performance thing like it's not a it's not just reading a joke they're not actually jokes. Like if you were to just, if somebody were to read those jokes, they would be like, these are not jokes. Yeah. But as, as it's told, like it becomes funny. So. Well, that's what like, it was crazy to me. Like when I started listening to Joe Rogan podcast and him and other comedians talk and they talk about how they went to like the, uh, I don't know, whatever the local ones in LA were and they would 
like workout material. Yeah. So they would have jokes. It's like I never thought of it like this. Like, oh, me that works. Either. That doesn't. That shit has helped me. Yeah, Listening but it's crazy because I always thought you just like, oh, you write a joke, you're funny as shit. And the funniest people go and they try it out, and then they learn when to do a punchline or what's the punchline. It's like I never even thought that was a thing, you know. That's what I've been learning is that it's not a lot of times, and it's everybody's style is different, obviously, but yeah, but you still need to feel out like your own <laughs> jokes against people. Yeah, the the punchlines end up being different than where I initially think they are. The other weird thing is I'll write all this stuff out and then like on stage I'll naturally omit things that don't need to be in there. Yeah. Yeah, like I'll just wording, it's too wordy or something or whatever, but I'll just naturally omit that from what I'm saying and it'll come out way smoother than I wrote it. And I don't know if maybe my my writing versus my actual talking style is different or whatever, but it's weird because I will totally on stage, I'll practice it a bunch of times and then on stage, especially with new stuff, I'll practice it a bunch. I'll keep talking it over in my head to try and remember. I'll write it down too. I write all my sets down and then I have note cards and then I'll go through, I'll read through them a bunch of times. That's how I memorize new stuff. The one time uh, we went out, we did something. We went out uh, late. We got super drunk. And then the next day, I'm like super hungover. And I decided to do a totally new set. So I wrote a totally new set, just super hungover in the morning. And then did that one that night. And uh, I mean, it went went all right. It definitely needs work still. I only did that one once yet. But... um, I don't know. It's totally different once I get on the stage. That's, that's different than you planned. Yeah. You or how you did it different? Um. Well, yeah, I'll remember. Because I feel like I would black out. Well, it's really weird. I can't say that my sets are exactly the same every time I do them. But, like, the way you planned it and then you say, like, you made changes. Because, yeah. like, even right I'll do a, I'll do, we'll do a show or whatever, and then I get done, and like I don't remember anything I just did. I don't know if that's just me or what, but um, well, now I'm getting the videos of them. Okay. So, and I'm doing that more so to try and promote it or whatever, to um, show people I can do it to try and book shows, you know. But uh, again, I haven't watched any of those things either. I'm not really a fan of watching myself. I seems know, like a bad idea. I know. It seems like I should. I should at least I listen mean, to I, it. Right? I want to watch myself all the time. Just like, what's Until this, what's you that? watch yourself and then you go, oh, that's what that looked like? <laughs> yeah. That was the biggest whip I ever fucking did. Yo, my I heart attacks feel like... Nah. My heart attacks feel like I'm like angled forward. And then you're looking like, no. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Usually, like, it's just a wreck. It's like, I need to see the video of this. What happened? You were like, I just, that was my awesome. friend just slid out. That was horrible. I knew I kicked myself in the head. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's fun. It's super fun, though. And, yeah. Um, You're in the right spot for it, because you got nothing but comedy not far from you. Yeah. And that's the thing. I'm like, if, I need, if I'm going to do anything, I need to capitalize right now. 
like being here and close to New Jersey and everything, it's obvious. It's like a obviously the fucking people move here to do this. So yeah. Um, and my other theory was like a part of capitalizing right now was like get myself into as high a position as I can as quickly as I can before I realize I shouldn't be at this spot. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, you can't let that mindset hold you back. Yeah, you can't do open mics forever because then you're an open micer. Like, you need to do a couple of mics and get feeling good and then just be like, fuck it. I'm going to try and... So, I found this booking, entertainment booking site and they do a lot of um, cruises. And it's like a week for like two grand or something like that. And I'm like... You practice stuff. I'm like, I'm just going to... Well, the, but the one of the one cruise is like, you have to have a 15-minute set, which I can do. And then they're like, and you got to have like a 45-minute set or something. I'm like... That's, <laughs> I can't finish in 15 minutes. It's a little rough. I can't... When we're, when we're talking and I, and I have my little part of the conversation, like for 30 seconds... I just end like that. It's awkward. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, ah, fuck, how do I finish stuff? Yeah, I can't just do a 15, much less three yeah. quarters of an hour. I know. I need to, uh, there are some classes and stuff in New York that I want to go to about like emceeing as well, emceeing events and dealing with hecklers and stuff like that. And I really think that if I got into that, like picking some people and Picking some people in the crowd and fucking, you know. Have you ever seen comedians in cars getting coffee? What? Comedians in cars getting coffee? No. You should watch that. It's oh. Seinfeld's thing. Watch that one with, um, in fact, I told you this before. Watch that one with, um, oh, fuck, who's the black guy? The guy, Steve Harvey. They're talking about that. About what? Meeting coaches. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I think that uh, that's my, like, I'm leery of it, but I think that there are some questions because some of it says that um, they'll help you with, like, dealing with promoters and stuff like that or club owners and booking stuff. Well, yeah, that would be crucial. Just well, and I think that the whole heckler thing, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's... I've feel like there's probably some kind of etiquette maybe i could just go no holds barred and just rip them apart but i feel like <clears throat> i feel like once i got once i got into the groove of like picking on people or whatever i would be really good at that <laughs> and we're in america so you can do it because canada you hear that dude called those chicks in canada the comedian like called them a couple of dykes or something yeah and i was getting fined like a ton of money because Canada has like a, a fair fucking, like a, you can't be mean to people thing. Oh, yeah. You didn't hear that? Well, I heard about the guy. I know what you're talking about, but I didn't hear about the. Oh, yeah. He got a, he's got a huge, he's I going to court I just heard he was getting it. heat. But what? I, I just heard he was getting heat. It may have been just when it happened. Well, if it, we're talking about the same guy. This dude's in trouble. Well, it may have been just when it happened that I heard. Because I didn't well, hear... This is fucking America, so we can call dykes dykes and fucking... Mm, I don't know. I'm not trying to be a shock jock, but... I mean, maybe, no, I, don't, I mean, I don't care, but I'm saying I think that if I went into a club, especially in New York, 
and said some shit like that, I guarantee well, you I'd get some enough, fucking heat. It's, dumb. it's a horrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> well, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> you gotta know your crowd. Dude. Yeah, they're like... And the one that I do now is good, but like the original open mics, it was like every single comedian that came out there had the exact same point of view on Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. That's like, so burned out, dude. Exact, and I'm just like, I'm like, I get it. We get it. You're all Democrats in here. Am I? Apparently, I'm the only person that's not like full on fucking donkey or whatever. The is what it is. Yeah, and I'm like, there's another guy. You should listen to him. Uh, you shouldn't listen to him if you would like to. Yo, I went to this place called the called just Art House. Yeah. In Jersey City. And I would t- it was actually a great crowd. They really responded well. But there was a bunch of spoken word people. And they would sit there and go. At me. And I'm just, like, I'm just like, listen. Clap or shut the fuck up. Don't fucking snap at me. Did you say that to him? No, I should have. Damn. The next time I go to some kind of whatever. Who really does that as an adult? Yo, they were doing it. There was some people sitting like right to my right. They had to have been like fifteen feet away, and they're just like, "Oh gosh, I know how to take that." One girl played her song uh, 40 Acres and a Mule." Oh, she was like, "Was it a white fucking?" No, uh, no, no, no. She white shame? No. What, what do they call that? White guilt? No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She was not white. I thought she was not white. I thought for sure I'd be able to find her stuff on uh, YouTube or something, but I was not able to find it. But she did. She pretty much just um, repeated that over and over. Forty acres and a mule. <laughs> this forty acres, badass piece of property I wanted to buy. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. Listen. No, I wanted to buy it. Had a hip jump on it, all this stuff, but I don't have the money to buy it. And I told my dad, I'm like, if I get that land, I'm getting a fucking mule and I'm tying it up to the front. He's like, oh, 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 cool. I don't get it. I'm like, no, 40 acres and a fucking mule. That's my 40 acres and a mule. You don't and I'm jumping it. Oh, yeah. So this guy I was talking about, Dave Smith. The Canon Man? No, he's a con- comedian. Oh. That's the cannon, the human cannonball. Dave the Bullet Smith. Which one? The one who flies off the uh, crossbow? No. The uh, one who drives the uh, jet-powered uh, go-kart or golf cart? Jet-powered golf cart? No. Well, which guy is this? The guy that was on America's Got Talent. Oh, is this um, Jen's brother? Yes, exactly. This is the Cannon uh, Lady's brother. <clears throat> I met her. Jen is a Cannon Lady. She's fucking crazy. They all are. She goes, hey, it's my kid. (laughs) I'm at lunch. And they count down to Spanish after it just poured rain. So she's tightening the net up. She's like, oh, the net's going to drop. I got to tighten it up this net. On the asphalt. She's like, hey, watch Brody, will you? We're like, yeah. And then they go, three, two, or whatever. Dos. Tres, dos, uno. And then nothing happened. He goes, my mom's dead. <laughs> I go, no, dude, she's cool. Boom, it blows up. I'm like, oh, thank God. I hope she has the net. 
Dude, and then we had to ride, like, immediately after. That was fucked up. Why? That kid was cool, though. She was fine, right? Yeah, she was fine. But she was telling me right before she did that how nets have been too tight. She's bounced out, fucking hit the pavement and all that stuff. And I'm like, and then it says to watch your kid. She's like, watch him. Because, you know, uh, Radical Rob's in the fucking cannon running it. Yeah. So both his parents are right there. And little, I call him little Joe Dirt was hanging out with all the dirt bikers. Oh, that was crazy. He was rad. I was around that kid when he was like, baby, baby. He, I think he was fucking... Six or seven when I saw him. No, he was like two. We were riding like little scooters around in the, uh, we were racing around in the um, arenas. She was on tour with us for probably three years. That kid has a leg up on all these other dum dums. <clears throat> yeah, he's seen the whole country. He just knows like life goes, like you just make stuff happen. There's something to that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, guess what? It's almost 11. Oh. Well, whatever, 10 there. Yeah. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I need to go to sleep. What time you got to get up in the morning? Well, I have to be up like 7. Oh, that's not bad. But, um... A lot of times I try and get up earlier in that, that to work out or do stuff on the computer. I'm very disappointed now with my work schedule, the lack of working out. Why? Because I like to work out. My body works out in its sleep. I get ultra trim. Doesn't make it. You're just skinny fat. That's fine. I'm fine with that. <laughs> my body's fine with that. You're skinny fat, bro. Such a fucking New Jersey thing to say. I'm trying to be muscular fat. Are you that guy <laughs> in his car talking to his cell phone? You're fucking skinny fat! Get the fucking jam! Do you want me to charge you up like Shia LaBeouf? Do it! Do it! Fuck him! <laughs> when I tell my friends I'm not going to hit that jump? Do it! Do it! Do it! Do it! Dude, that shit made me laugh. Aren't you the one that said that that's a real thing? Like, that he really has his own motivational, like, page or whatever? I don't know. I may have said that. Sometimes I go on Google things in my sleep. Yo, I I think LaBeouf is hilarious. LeBois. Like, he got all drunk and sh- tried to threaten people or whatever. Is it because his name is LaBeouf? What does he do? He's an actor. He's well, what's an he actor. I- he was in, um, he's the main person in Transformers, and he couldn't oh. get in Jennifer What's-Her-Name's pants. And that's why. He's like, he's like, I am the boof. Fuck you guys. He's unstoppable. He's unstoppable. He's la boof. Well, he is, so <laughs> blame him. Like, fuck him. He's got it. Run with it. He's, the, he's like, the, he's going to write his own secret book. It's going to be called Do It. <laughs> Make a, a see it board right there. Right there. Do it. I don't think he's New Jersey, but whatever. We'll do that. We'll go with that accent. Just go with that. All right. Next week, I'm going to be in North Carolina on vacation. 
So we're not doing podcasting? Uh, we can. There's internet down there, I think. I mean, if they have internet in Illinois, North Carolina's got to have it. No, dude. We got the best subsidized internet in the whole fucking country. It only cost me $900 a month to have this. <laughs> That's it? How much do you get back at the end of the year? A thousand for internet? Thousand yeah, I get, this. I, get, I get this and free healthcare for $2,000 a month. That's it? And it's only like the highest tax rate in the whole country. Yo, I had... Um, Our beaches are open though. Yeah, your lake beaches. It's a lake beach. It's a fugazi, son. Nobody wants your fucking Atlantic Ocean bullshit. It's not a real it's beach. Salty. It's all salty. At least the salt kills the fish pee. I love the fish pee. Um, I don't remember what I was going to talk shit on you about. See, this is why you can't drink this much when you do comedy. You forget. Exactly. I'm exactly. Tired. And this isn't even stuff I, that I'm trying to remember. This is just stuff I'm coming up with. The, the thought that I can't remember, I just had like 20 seconds ago. That one looks like a bird. The other one looks like a penis. That's his baby. I don't know. You hear the ocean. In those? Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's just the blood in your ears. I can still hear the ocean. We've really digressed, haven't we? Yeah, we have. Alright. This is good. Usually it starts out this terrible. But we have a guest. You know what I was thinking, real quick, is that uh, we could have two guests for like 30 minutes apiece. Or one guest for 30 minutes. Just be like, hey, we got 30 minutes, put you on. And then we just tell them we have 30 minutes, so we have to run through it. And it mixes it up. Hmm. Mainly I was thinking of bringing... Um, Derek Beckering back for like 30 minutes here and there just to talk shit. Oh, or whoever. People we've had before. Like if it's a new guest, obviously we'd have for a whole time. But if it's somebody we know, we bring them on. Hey, you want to come talk for 30 minutes? Or Dino or something. Maybe so. I think though my thing is I like doing the longer time. The reason that I liked like Rogan's show was that he talks to people for that long and you really get in the nooks and crannies. Like, you don't just talk about whatever. You end up, because it's so long and you have that one person, you end up talking about a bunch of random shit. And yeah. I really like that. Because that's, <clears throat> that's the interesting stuff to me. Is not like what they do. Like, that's cool too. But then eventually you need to get past that and just be like, well, that's why I like it, because on Rogan's, like, they'll talk for three hours, and then they're, they're, they start drinking about halfway through. Well, not always. Yeah, some people but don't drink. If they do, and then you, you, yeah. I get it. But I'm just saying, sometimes it's, just putting it out there, I don't give a fuck what we do. You do. Oh, I don't give a shit. Well, right now we're going to sleep. Just play That's snoring good. for the like next forty minutes on a podcast and see how long people listen. No, I don't think we can tell that. I'm pretty sure people have already stopped listening. Well, maybe they're mowing their grass and listening to the podcast. It's true. Right now they're like fast forwarding well, to the next a week one. From now. 
Well, no, but see, it's still right now to them. You know what we got to do also? Hey, if it's a week from now, it's still right now to them. All right. We also have to right tag now. in everybody we, everybody we mention and we talk about for more than like five minutes. Yeah. We got to put them in the description. It's easy for you to say. I do all that stuff. I gotta, Listen, what? I'm just trying to make things happen, Clint. Okay? We're going to have to remember who the fuck we talk about then because I don't even know who we talked about. I thought about it halfway through. <laughs> I, don't, I did not write it down. I just have my work pad. I didn't write shit down. But okay. next time, I'm going to start writing it down and then I'm going to be like, these people. All right. All right. Everybody, fucking keep the rubber side down unless you're doing double backs. Then take your hands off. Don't be a pussy. It's not stopping. All right. Now we're Toodle stopping. Bit.